Hey, everybody. It's a very special episode of Afterthoughts. We have a special guest here to celebrate that. To promote the new Fast X, it's uh, Vin Diesel. Hey, John. How's it going? It's going great, Vin. How are you doing? It's great, great to be here. Oh, yeah. We're happy to have you here with the Afterthoughts family. <laughs> See what I, see what I did? You, you can't say that. Only I can say that. Oh, I'm... I'm sorry. That was, You're not I, the forgot family. That was, I forgot that was in the contract. Um, well, anyways, we're, we're happy to have you here, Vin. And uh, everybody out there is part of Vin's contract to, to, to as part of Vin's contract to be a guest. Uh, we, we are obligated to take a quick ad break before we get started. So uh, let's kick it over to that ad. I'm Vin Diesel and I love three things family, muscle cars, and the refreshing taste of an ice-cold Corona. Whether I'm barbecuing with the boys or flying down the street at 150 miles an hour, I always have a Corona by my side. There's no bigger power move than winning a quarter-mile race, staggering out of the car with an empty six-pack, and letting your rival know that you beat him while drunk off your fucking ass. Corona. Never drive without it. Uh, Vin, um, that, uh, that sounded like it was about, um, drinking and driving. Yeah. I love, I love, I love Corona behind the wheel. Nothing, nothing gets me up in the morning like a fresh ice cold Corona. That's, um. That's that's pretty illegal, isn't it? Lots lots of things are illegal, John. Street racing's illegal. That don't stop me. That um I do what I want. That's a fucking horrible excuse <laughs> for for drinking and driving Jesus. <laughs> that that uh, what do your friends think about these ads? I don't have friends. I got family. Oh Okay. Well, what do your what does your family think about these ads? My family loves me. And they let me do whatever I want. That doesn't sound like it. You know what? Fuck you, John. I don't have to take this anymore. Oh. Then, does this mean that the contract's off? You're not going to be in the episode? Hey, guys. What's up? Sorry I'm a little late. Did I miss anything? Oh, cool. You guys got Corona. Yeah. That was... Oh, God. Oh, it's so fucking terrible. Welcome to Afterthoughts, everybody. I am your host, Michael Dixon. Joining me, as always, John Garcia. What's up, John? How's it going? Uh, it's going well. I mean, it could be better. Uh, I, I watched Fast X and it could be better. Yeah. That's just, <laughs> <laughs> that's all I have. Uh, for, foreshadowing things to come. Ryan King is also joining us. What's up, Ryan? Hey, I am joining. I do not have a Corona, but I want to feel like I'm part of the family. Oh, that's, yeah. I do have a Corona and um, it, it does not taste good, uh, frankly. It's pretty bad. Yeah. So I'm not convinced that you actually brought Coronas. I think you pissed in these bottles and sealed them. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> uh, there is very little atomic difference between Corona and human urine. 
Um, so, you know, it's hard to tell sometimes. What I'm hearing is somebody's becoming a brewer. <laughs> oh my God. Brewing a batch right now if you catch my drift. No. Oh, man. Oh, God, that is awful. Oh, man. Uh. That's like a really horrible Pepsi challenge, the like, Corona and a bottle of piss. <laughs> corona or piss? It's a carbonated piss. Yeah. Hey, you know, that reminds me of another Pepsi challenge. How about we look at a Marvel movie in Fast X and see which one is which? <laughs> ah. Oh, my God. Um, so, uh, folks at home, we are talking about Fast 10, Fast X, whatever you want to call it. The great Dom Toretto. If you never would have gotten behind that wheel, I'd never be the man I am today. And now I am the man who's going to break your family. Piece by piece. The devil's coming. Tommy, I knew you would come for me. So how about we all just start shooting each other? Time to end this. Let's dig some graves. If you know me, you probably know that I love this franchise for the stupid shit that it is. Uh, just the over-the-top fun. Um, I had a little bit less fun with this one than than usual. Um, I, w- I wondered. That was my... I kind of walked out being like, yeah. is this going to be a, yay, I like Fast and the Furious. Is this going to be a, ah, this is a little downhill? <laughs> yeah. Fast X seems to be Vin Diesel's attempt at making a Marvel movie for some reason. And I'm not really sure why the franchise would decide to go in that direction. Um, but it basically is the plot of Infinity War. Um, we have, you know, Dom and his family. Uh, and, uh, you know, turns out there's a, a, you know, random person from Fast Five who wasn't actually in Fast Five, but was there all along behind the scenes. Uh, Jason Momoa is the son of. Hernan Reyes, who is the drug kingpin that they kill in Fast Five, spoilers, and he has come back for revenge uh, to uh, just inflict as much suffering upon Dom and his family as possible. He says, in the trailer, do not accept death when suffering is owed. Um, He's basically an over-the-top Joker-esque character who, like, paints his fingernails, and that's what makes him, uh, you know, interesting, I guess. Um... He just talks to dead dudes and hangs out yeah. in backyards randomly. <laughs> um, and he just starts, uh, you know, somehow he's able to take over Cypher's gang immediately right at the start. And she's like, you know, the this crazy untouchable villain. And he just takes over her crew immediately and then just goes on this crazy rampage and tries to chase after Dom and his crew and inflict as much torture on them as possible. Uh, and that's the movie, basically. Um, they have said that they're making this a three-part thing, which, like, I just don't know that this franchise really has the stamina for something like that, to do a single storyline over three movies. Like, that's a lot. I mean, there are a lot of characters in this, and it takes place in, like, six different locations across the globe. It's, like, L.A., Rio, London, Portugal, Antarctica, Rome, all over the fucking place. They're introducing new characters. There are like five new characters in this movie. Um, it's juggling a lot of things. And the thing that bothered me the most actually was that there was so much fucking CGI in this thing. And usually like what makes the fast franchise stand out from other action franchises is that they do so much practical work and actually do all these driving stunts and supplement it with CGI. 
but they're doing all that shit and you can actually tell that it's really happening and it makes those scenes look so much cooler. In this movie, there was so much stuff that was just straight up CGI and I don't know why they decided to do that. I know that the director left like five days into production and they had to bring on a new one. I'm sure that was not helpful in this process, but I don't know if that meant that, you know, maybe he wasn't as skilled at doing some of these like complex sequences and they had to do some CGI. I, I don't know. It seems weird to me given like the massive crew that they would have had on a movie like this that they would have had to adjust for that but uh i mean overall like i liked it i had you know some good stupid laughs at it but it was not near as satisfying as most of the fast franchise movies so um yeah uh john curious to hear your thoughts yeah as <clears throat> i guess i come in second place when it comes to fast love on this podcast uh, this was like ryan's first one right ryan <laughs> Is the yeah? I think I've watched. I know I've watched the third one twice. I know that's the one that's, that's like the worst one. irrelevant. <laughs> Tokyo, yeah, Drift. it's supposedly yep, terrible. Yep. Ryan comes in last when it's on this podcast. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I've watched enough of the ones past the fourth one. Um, I think I've watched all the ones past the fourth one oh, actually. God, this and nothing before. Is so terrible. I'm so sorry that you keep <laughs> drinking it for some reason. <laughs> um. But yeah, like I've seen everything after the fourth one. I have not seen the first three uh, and I don't know that I want to go back. I don't know. That you don't I really need care. to. I think the first one is is fun. Uh, two and three, you can just skip over entirely. Uh, I mean, it, like, they try to loop back in the third one and make it be important several times throughout the franchise. But like, you don't need to see it. Yeah, uh, I figured as much. And you really so, need to see five and onward. I'm just there for like the absurd stunts and the really dumb shit that they do. Uh, I've, I've come to understand that it intersects my love of wrestling, uh, both in characters that show up yeah, and uh -huh. in the fact right. that there are a lot of faces and heels and you can definitely tell when somebody's going to turn. Um, and you just have to be there for it be like, okay, yeah, you have to be a total mark for this movie. Uh, but, but the stunts carry you through the rest. If you can't get behind that really like flimsy character work that's done in it, pretty much every one of those movies is just Vin Diesel being afraid that somebody in his family is going to be kidnapped and then they are or they're like <laughs> somehow punished. They've, they've never stretched beyond that. Um, I thought they would pull some kind of like super sick space heist and steal the moon at some point, but they have yet to do that. Yeah, maybe um, that's in the, the third installment of this sub trilogy. Yeah. Is it going to be fast X two, fast X three? Oh, because God. that's like the final fantasy format. <laughs> final and, fantasy uh, number, yeah. I think the next one is fast. Y. <laughs> fast Z. <and laughs> <laughs> the fast alpha and Omega. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, 11 yeah, this one, fast, 11 furious. Th this one definitely is at the bottom of my list. Um, I mean, we sat and watched it in the same IMAX, Dixon, and we laughed at the same parts because it was stupid. Uh -huh. uh, there were some sweet stunts in it that were like smaller scale. Like yeah. I know they rolled like a real ball through certain things. That, that's not a smaller stunt, but it was kind of rad to see some of those pieces. But then like, yeah, when the cars would just turn CG, I was like, oh, okay. It's just a Marvel movie. Sure. Uh, I'll just be here for this part until it's done. And then we'll watch the scene where Dom confides that he's afraid he'll lose his family again. <laughs> um, yeah, the, the fight scene between Michelle Rodriguez and Charlie Theron was great. That was great. Yeah. yeah, some of the fight scene choreography is really awesome. But mm -hmm. it, it's like whenever they get to the the like real meat of it with the the actual car stunts, that it's like no, yeah. like the the motorcycle stunts are sick and <laughs> the the fight choreography is rad. Then the car stunts themselves are just garbage, and I don't understand how or yeah. why. Um, like it, like in the ninth one. They had that whole scene with that fucking magnet, and they're like driving down the road, and the magnet is pulling cars 
out of parking garages and they're literally just driving cars out of parking garages like they're actually doing it and it looks so fucking cool and like there's just nothing that compares to that level of insanity and like the the franchise kind of has to keep one upping itself right and it clearly did not do that in in this one but uh overall yeah like i mean i'm not even gonna try to talk about the score of the cinematography (laughs) i don't give a shit about that (laughs) um it it didn't satisfy but when we walked out i looked at you and i was just like that was just fucking infinity war and that was just uh there's no excuse for that yeah um and we were also both confused i I don't know if you knew there was going to be three parts for it i didn't know because when it ended i had heard it was a two-parter but then it leaked recently that apparently it's going to be a three-parter james cameron write this fucking shit jesus uh and yeah i i was just like yeah, the next one's underwater (laughs) oh my god that's right (laughs) fast and furious under the sea (laughs) with javier Bardem. (laughs) they did have a sub so yeah yeah they do have a sub yeah they could do it um well ryan uh you're the newbie here for most of the fast franchise uh what did you think yeah yeah out of context fast x it's gotta be weird yeah kind of i mean it gives you anime it gives you what you need to know yeah i'm kind of used to (laughs) anime and stuff right so i'm like the the most important new character is one they added anywhere like right the villain's like someone they yep retconned in so it Mm -hmm. doesn't even really matter yeah they give me enough backstory to go on so yeah darla and i went and saw it darla said it was fine like she was like into it this is kind of is her jam of yeah in that way the like it's there's clearly heroes and villains you know you kind of have reasons to cheer for your heroes it's got badass women too she was like mm-hmm. yeah it is yeah it has a good number of badass women and you can kind of you kind of turn your mind off for it uh yeah i have no f- real frame of reference for anything in it um and it yeah it's like chock full of way too many people from someone coming from the outside there are just way too many people and learning that some of those people were brand new to that movie was kind of surprising to me how many were brand new because yeah. they had they didn't have shit to do for like half the cast that was the important cast anyway um i will say i did actually enjoy jason momoa just because he was acting in some other movie than this movie and was on some other plane (laughs) of existence uh and had amazing outfits and shit from a like as a character yeah he's just fucking magic like yeah yeah he just somehow had everyone in the world's backgrounds and their children at gunpoint simultaneously but it's like but he already had enough people to hold all these people at gunpoint and find out all this information before he even got the other shit. I also don't know how any of the technology worked. I'm assuming some of yeah. the shit was established previously, but like even those then bombs it was just he sort of bounces bandwave. off the ground and onto the yeah. bottom of other cars. Yeah. Yeah. He just like drops these bombs on a car. And then there was something that, that just lets you find anyone in the world or some shit. I, yeah. I was, you mean God's eye? Oh, the God's right? eye. Yeah. That Whatever the fuck the God's eye was. People. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I, I will say like there were, moments during the action where i just found my mind wandering and kind of wishing we could get back to jason momoa just doing bullshit because it was that was so over the top uh and then there were moments where i didn't even understand what the scene was happening and a surprising number of them had pete davidson in them um, <laughs> <laughs> pete davidson who gets like a fucking flower thrown in his face or some shit it's just I, like what the fuck well, What's yeah happening? yeah i had no idea yeah that whole plot line from after they got uh tricked or whatever seemed to be completely unrelated to anything and never it sort of barely came back at the end and then didn't really um so yeah like i was and i will say yeah i kind of expected car stunts and car racing and there was surprisingly little 
and it was a lot of CGI, which I kind of was like, oh boy, I don't think this is going to go over well. And there was a lot of fist fighting, which I also thought uh-huh. wasn't really a thing. From a cinematography perspective, part of the reason I haven't watched the previous Fast and the Furious movies is that that first one came out in a time where it was cool to like do the, I don't know how you even call it from the editing standpoint, the like speed up, slow down, speed up, slow down as oh, we're like yeah. going establishing shot of like mm-hmm. crowds and cars and shit like that. Yep. And a lot of like spinning things around, like the Michael Bay the spins. around. Yeah. yeah. And it all is very sickening to me. Uh, and there was a number of that in this movie. Not so much that it was, but there's lots of butts in those shots. So that's fun. There are a lot of butts. Yeah. There are a lot of butts and shots. It's been around on a butt for a while. Um, it, it, this is also a good example of like where I, my mind turns off because of the action, but then my mind can't really turn off. So then I'm just sitting there being like, what is the towing capacity of a, of two chargers? (laughs) Like, could they actually do that? How would that work? And then I'm like, what is the momentum of this ball? Like when would it, would it actually just keep going? And then I'm like, how the fuck does that car still drive after all of that shit? Yep. Uh, kind of was every scene. It's a reinforced chassis, Ryan. (laughs) (laughs) But like other parts of it are not the chassis is not enough to keep the wheels from like, like how do those, Tires not just destroyed all Fine, they, over the place. It's all yeah. built at NASA, tire, Ryan. I don't know. They developed yeah. all that technology at NASA to help people, Ryan. <laughs> to help people. <laughs> yeah. And that that it, giant ball running through the streets of Rome is a bomb. It's this massive bomb that's headed right for the Vatican. Everyone seemed like, to know what that bomb was, too. That Was that established? They're like, oh, it's a neutron, whatever, whatever. And I was like, what the fuck yeah, is that? Yeah, okay. Like, uh, Ludacris just knows everything. So I guess, know, that's okay. the answer to that. But... Um, yeah, I mean the thing is on fire for a good solid three or four minutes, like <laughs> like raging fire rolling through the streets of Rome. Like nothing can make this bomb explode except for the remote trigger. I guess that's the or the timer. That's the only thing. Like how did it survive really all well this built. stuff? Uh, really yeah. reinforced. I don't know. We'll, we'll yeah. have to go check out Oppenheimer to really know how bombs work. I guess. Uh, <laughs> So yeah, uh, I, I also, was overall, let it like, hit the Vatican. It'll be fine. Yeah, it'll be fine. Yeah, that, you know? yeah. God's don't, got them covered. Don't okay? destroy the fish in the river. <laughs> don't don't poison the water supply of this town. You know, just Look, destroy it, the Vatican. Yeah, is God this can the first save time it. they've done? Game. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Is this the first time they've done like massive collateral damage? No. And someone no. noticed. I have to think every <laughs> like, time this. Uh, happens, honestly, the right? worst part about the ball, Ryan, is that it should have been double the collateral damage of F nine. Like, if that ball was not just a neutron bomb, but also the magnet things, and it's pulling fucking no. cars into the street and shit, I'd be like, <laughs> all right, fine. They really stacked these, <laughs> but no. Yeah, they acted like that was like a a like, worldwide shocking terror event, and I'm I was also like, I'm fairly certain shit like this has happened. Like, did they do in that with like movies, the news yeah, segment yeah. where everyone's like crying well, they're constantly about the like afterwards, or they doing just doing things that make all law enforcement mad at them, and then they have to like do a job for the CIA to get their records cleared, right? So they're constantly like making everyone mad, and then doing a job for them, <laughs> and then getting uh, their records clean and getting on their good side again, and it's, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm sad that you you only heard the name Mister Nobody, but he's played by Kurt Russell. Um, I did he, know that. Yeah, yeah that's right. You've yeah. seen the third one, so you know. No, he's not in that <laughs> one. He's not in the shit. No. Well, he's retconned no, into that one. <laughs> the Han or whatever is in the third yep. one. Yep. I don't think anyone else is in that one. Nope. And I'm pretty certain he died. Yep. Yep. So yeah, <laughs> he died. To so that every piece of information I have theme song. from the third movie is worthless. <laughs> they have relitigated the third movie so many times over the course of the franchise. Like, I mean, they've well established in this universe that no one can die. 
like it's just you you'll see you see han explode in a car fire and then he just right. comes back several he's movies back later somehow. han is now well i guess yeah he's come come back from that once because tokyo drift is apparently like a sequel to fast to furious seven or something like it's really ridiculous how they've like the time doesn't make any sense like if you watch tokyo drift and look at the technology it does not make any sense that it would have taken place at that time but <laughs> Like they brought they brought Michelle Re- Rodriguez back from the dead. Like so many characters. Like I I'm convinced that uh fuck uh the guy that plays Brian um oh, uh Paul Walker. I'm convinced that Paul Walker is not actually dead, and he, they're just like hiding him in a oh, studio somewhere. Some and they're like huge... gonna actually raise him from the dead. Oh, they're gonna like Andy Kaufman him. They haven't <laughs> killed oh off God. his character yet. He s- still exists in the universe. And they're so oh, Brian's like taking care of the kids. And uh, like, what the hell? <laughs> they, they couldn't even like have the courtesy to, <laughs> to show like a newsreel or something where there's like an exploding tower and be like, Brian was in that tower. No, no. They can't. Yeah, they can't kill <laughs> he him. Died now. on the way back to his planet. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I, I will also say I did really enjoy John Cena. Like, I would definitely say the two highlights of this movie for me were John Cena doing his actual finisher to a guy through a floor. Mm-hmm. That was awesome. And then John Cena and a child smiling gleefully as they kill people. Yes. <laughs> like shooting bombs <laughs> yes. out of a Mad Max car. Dom's eight-year-old son is now a murderer, I yeah, guess. He's a murderer, because yeah. he's just firing these cannons out of this car. Um, yeah. And, and then John Cena has this moment where he like, you know, dies, but clearly does not die because nobody fucking dies in this thing. And it's just the, the it's just to clear a few cars out of Dom's path. It's yeah. like <laughs> this guy, Dom is like the best driver in the world. I'm pretty sure he could have just avoided those cars. Like he didn't really save anything. He, there was no purpose. He just committed suicide and killed a couple guys and that was it. Like really? That's what that's how you're gonna go out? Okay. <laughs> yeah, it didn't reinforce that car the same as the other no, well, it had we cannons like, on it, so it was probably oh, very that's explosive. true. It blew up. Yeah. yeah, those cannons were pretty rotty, like pretty put together, pretty shittily. Apparently, because yeah. you got to get a kid to only because he spent so long making it so they could rotate only to do that. Yep. yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> One thing, I guess. Yeah, it's pretty sick. He's got dude, cannons that do of this, Ryan. Not this. Yeah. <laughs> Not this. Yeah. Spe- speaking of Jason Momoa's magic powers, he gets like what two hundred of the exact same car that he gives to a bunch of mercenaries to chase john cena like there were so many times where i was just like what how what are the logistics behind his operation i don't like and what has he been doing for 12 years right like he has been holding this grudge since 2011 when fast five came out and now is finally exacting his revenge has he been been like robbing the world in order to afford this massive enterprise and now he's finally rich enough to be able to do it like i I don't know you know what i would have enjoyed a lot more and they did a little bit of it was they had that whole room with the the new mr nobody whoever the fuck that guy is i know that actor i guess they were waiting on that guy Uh to yeah Um, maybe they've been waiting until he got power like that and yeah there's something like that but like this started to get into that area where I'm like, are they going to cross over with the John Wick world? Because like they had all those shadow people that were like, I vote yes. And I was oh, like, yeah. oh shit. Oh, like <laughs> I know they're not going to, but fast has so much potential to be X as the crossroads of other franchises. And then it wasn't like put Vin Diesel in a DeLorean and you've got Ryan's fucking time travel story. Like, yeah, it, that's, there that's you go. Next. Boom, whatever. Dude, Just that, open it up. that room, there's so many moments I want to just like drill into for hours on their own. That <laughs> fucking go. room with all the different monitors clock. just all over the place. Like, mm-hmm. I had fucking no idea 
I'm like, what is that for? And then, yeah, and then he has the, like, it made me think of the guys from uh, Ava, oh, like yeah. Nerve or whatever is the same thing. It's like these shadow people that actually run the the shadow organization. council yeah the, like shadow <laughs> council that runs it or the are we not going to talk uh, about the intro brothers Giger prison that they put michelle rodriguez in yes in <laughs> antarctica with, like gigantic blocks that move and and in that crazy ass prison like one i don't understand cypher's magic powers that she fucking has either that was she pulled like whatever. an ox cable and it hacked the entire ventilation it's a, yeah it hacked everything yeah cypher is like the greatest hacker in the world and that's her but you can still power. only hack like the things that are connected like, oh no i understand With the absurdity that she could just pull a cable and all the power goes out like yeah but they go over to escape Right before they have their fist fight, and she needs Michelle Rodriguez because you have to simultaneously like pull these two levers, not to mm. open the big fucking door that those levers are, but to open a hatch in the ceiling. Yep, a hatch that then is just straight vertical, nothing, no handholds, nothing. Mm-hmm. And then you open it up, and it's like you're all in the thing. It's just in the middle of Antarctica. And I'm like, that has yep. to be closed and locked. And that's their escape route that they can't just like, hey, they're going up the tunnel. Like somebody go out there, and just wait by the <laughs> hole. Like, and yeah. take, then Michelle Riggs climbs all the way up it and then all the way back down. And meanwhile, no one has come to check on the. They, uh, there's also the one point center. where like, before Michelle Rodriguez attacks Charlie Theron, she's like, how much time do we have? And Charlie Theron's like four minutes. She's like, well, I guess that'll have to do. And they get in this huge fight. She knocks her out. She climbs to the top of the thing. She realizes she's in the middle of Antarctica. She comes back down. They change clothes into warm clothes. They go back right. out. They like back nobody out. is. Co- Where were the four minutes? That's that was just thrown away completely. Yeah. Like, yeah. Nobody yeah. ever came back. It was back like in. those yeah. uh, those last three seconds of Space Jam. It's an eternity for Michael to stretch his arm. Yeah. Yeah. I did like I did feel like constantly having no frame of reference to it. Uh, I was just like awash in bullshit that I had no because mm-hmm. they're just like they offhand comment they're like oh they were racing cars and then they stole a nuclear sub and I was like fucking what <laughs> and then it <laughs> pops back up at the end and I'm like okay I guess yeah they have a nuclear sub somehow <laughs> yeah did you enjoy how they lampshaded everything Ryan how they were like pretty much somehow yeah. they just completely defy physics somehow Palpatine's returned like I don't fucking know yeah. it doesn't matter. <laughs> Um, and I had no idea who that girl was in Brazil, even after my wife. Are you talking about the sister? Oh, that was a new character. Is it the sister? Right. But is it She's the sister, the sister of his of, wife that got shot? Yeah. Of Dom's kid's mom, who okay. is allegedly okay. dead. Yeah. Allegedly. Mm-hmm. And he was only with that woman because Michelle Rodriguez was dead at the time. <laughs> so, right. Yeah. yeah. That's right. right. <laughs> yeah. That wasn't really apparent to me that he gave an actual shit about his wife being dead. Because for a good chunk of the movie, I was like, I was trying to figure out. I was like, that's his and Michelle Rodriguez's kid. And then it was like, oh no, here's the other mom. I was like, okay. And I was like, but then he's just with Michelle Rodriguez now, and everything's like great. They're all everything's wonderful. Well, Michelle Rodriguez (laughs) was his original uh girlfriend from like the first movie, and they were, you know, grew up together, and then she died, and then he got with this other woman and had a kid, and then Michelle Rodriguez came back to life, and then conveniently his uh kid's mom died, so he didn't have to try to juggle that nightmare. Yeah. Are we uh um, works? Are we not gonna talk about how uh it wasted the reveal of Jason Statham? Like it was just the most flat fucking shit. Why did yeah, they even put there him were in the so movie? many scenes? There were so many scenes like that where I was just like, what is the point of this? They, it they literally okay, felt first like, off, all right, hold on. Yeah, so on. they go talk go. to Pete Davidson for no fucking reason. 
Yep. Right. He's supposed to give him some technology or some shit. I don't even remember. So they and can then he rats him out. Back. Apparently, Tyrese just has yeah. cash on him all the time. Yep. Like he has to wear that vest all the time, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> he just always has like a hundred grand <laughs> taped to his chest. More yeah. than that, I, that well, probably more. Me. It was all hundos, yeah. right? Yeah. He had a conversation so in Fast Davidson. Nine, Ryan, about how he can take any bullet and he won't die. And like, I would have thought that they would try to at least reference that when he put the cash on, where he's like, you know what? I just decided I was never going to get shot, so I might as well just carry my money around. It's never going <laughs> to get shot either. Like, but no, they didn't. They didn't do any of that shit. Yeah, no. Anyways, I yield yeah. the floor, Senator. So yeah, so they go to they go to Pete Davidson to question Mark. He turns him in because fucking whatever. So that whole scene ends up being worthless. Completely pointless. I, yep. I think Ramsey took a computer, but it wasn't entirely clear. But that yeah. also didn't fucking matter yep. because nope. then they go. They go fist fight with the yeah Shaw, I guess. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, Statham, who has who has a guy in a bag that he's punching. That also is irrelevant. <laughs> That's how you know he's a good a guy, gag. Ryan. There was a post credit <laughs> yeah. scene in Fast Nine that had like set up that scene of Statham punching this guy in this okay. bag, and I don't think it really had any context to it. I think they showed okay. Han coming in and be like, "Oh shit, we have to fight now because you tried to kill me." It's just a gag. But then they just reference it very briefly and they don't really fight for that long and i don't know it was yeah yeah they don't fight for very Very long and then they were just like he's pretty much just like you can use my plane i guess is that yeah you know what i would have liked more out of that (laughs) scene and i'm gonna say it a lot with anything in this movie is if shaw had been set up if they're gonna keep him a mystery have jason momoa offer to pay shaw to take fucking Vin Diesel's family down again, like reinvigorate that, that rivalry, have him yeah. like be this mystery agent or whatever the fuck Jason Momoa's mm. fitted him out with it ever. And then in the middle of the movie, have him revealed and be like, Oh fuck, it's Shaw. And like, he's bad again. And whatever the fuck, <laughs> and then they could do like the turn one more time, have him become the face at the end of it or something. I'm shit. always in favor of more Jason Statham. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He was hardly in this thing, which was disappointing. It would have, instead of doing fucking Dwayne Johnson reveal at the very end of it, they could have done fucking it was Shaw. And then in the next one, it'd be like, oh shit, Shaw's coming back in this one as the, the main bad guy that's working for Jason Momoa or something. And now we know who it is. I don't know. It just, so instead of showing a dude punching a punching bag and being me being like, that's Jason Statham, I know immediately uh-huh. because <laughs> there's like no hair flowing in any of those punches coming out of that hoodie that's silhouetted. <laughs> <laughs> Who else could it be? Um, yeah. Uh, well, Ryan, what else you got grievances with? I know you, you're on the clock here. <laughs> yeah, I am probably going to have to like let you guys actually talk about the movie since all I can do is <laughs> probably lose my mind about every time you bring something up. Uh, yeah, I mean, mainly it was that, that I just kind of sat there and was like constantly. The, 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 so this, the difference is I also went and saw Guardians of the Galaxy 3. John, you and I yep. talked about that. And I actually feel like I didn't, have any time wasted in that movie because I kind of felt like every scene did serve some kind of purpose and keep things going. There was, you know, the comedy. Surprisingly, in that one, there was less comedy undercutting the serious moments. It did kind of stick to the serious moments at certain times. Um, but it all kind of came together and made sense, and my characters kind of went somewhere. I guess the characters in this are supposed to go somewhere in the next movie, or they just don't in Fast and Furious movies. I don't really know. Like the only character thing we had is roman i guess was shitty leader and then they were okay with it at the end yeah <laughs> i mean there's not he, he, there's not a lot it. of character development in these things yeah. like there's a lot of really cool action set pieces and there's some really stupid hilarious dialogue and that's really yeah. what you come for you know 
Yeah. I, I will say I laughed. Like there were definitely things like I laughed and I did enjoy myself. Like, I don't know that my time was like wasted going and seeing it. Like, it's yeah. not like that where it's not like cocaine bear. Yeah. Where yeah. <laughs> there was like one funny part of it and the rest of it was sort of like a waste of my, my life. Um, I, I was like, I enjoyed it. I watched it. I laughed, but I'm like, it still kind of is like, yeah, it's kind of what I thought it was going to be. Yeah. Um, I do agree. Like it was over CGI. It was never bad CGI. Like I'll, I'll say. No, but it was just where... jarring for this franchise. I, it made me yeah. upset seeing that. <laughs> I yeah. definitely feel like if I go see this, if I go see a Marvel movie, I expect the bullshit because it's like it's in yep. space, you know, or whatever. People have ridiculous powers, suits yeah. or whatever. But when I, you know, I when I see Mad Max, I want to see actual fucking cars and yes. actual fucking effects, right? Mm -hmm. And this is even should be more grounded. The technology makes this a whole I don't even understand yeah. what world this takes place in. But I would expect this to be a bit more like grounded action. Like I feel like they're actually punching each other, falling over, blowing up cars or whatever. Like real, ex real explosions, real flames. Like I would want to see. So yeah, I was kind of disappointed in that. Um, but yeah, and then I was also the the last gripe I had was like, okay, so the not Mister Nobody is evil. Great, yeah. but even before we as an audience know that he is evil. Right, uh, and then he kind of turns good for ten minutes, and then you immediately realize that. And of then course he's immediately he's bad. over. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he just turns whatever the hell the organization is. I don't know what governments are sanctioned by or not. But I they have little the American CIA, flags. Yeah, I don't know. yeah, they have little American flags on their thing, but they're completely covered, so we feel okay when John Cena shoots them all. Yeah, yep. um, mm -hmm. and blows up their cars or whatever. Like, th there were so many nameless hordes that I was like, those people have families. <laughs> I got it when it was like the mercenaries. They show that he bought a bunch of mercenaries. But the, yeah, but still, they're like, uh, they're American soldiers. Dude, right. They're not soldiers. They work for the CIA. Or police. Like, that's kind of a police force. It's still right. A peace Ryan, are you type. working on a Batman v Superman opening for Fast X2 where they show where, a man being where it's murdered like we, by we retcon in a guy who's a regular ben guy Affleck who watched all his friends die. grips his dying son. Yes, yeah. <laughs> he's he's going to be like the Punisher. Yeah, oh, there you go. Yeah, that's what I want. I want like a Punisher. He's like, oh, we got to go even further. We don't, we're not taking it far enough in the John Bernthal in here. That was one yeah. of his buddies who thought he was doing the right thing. He would be a good, a, a good fit in the, yeah. in the yeah, series. Yeah, you could put him in this. That would work. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, like I, whatever. Like I kind of gave up pretty early on in the movie. <laughs> the, the, yeah, the problem was I definitely sat through some action scenes and was just kind of like, okay, it's happening. Like it's yeah. happening. It happened it to me. Yeah, it happened to me. <laughs> and um, it was also like moments where I think as an outside viewer, you know, it give you the, what you needed to know to a certain extent. But when he goes to race in Rio, I'm like, does he know either of those people? It seems like he's probably <laughs> that guy. Yeah. But he randomly, they know other people too, like Pete Davidson, right? Where it's like, oh, they knew him before, but I know he wasn't in the other movies. Yeah. So then that guy like blows up or yeah. whatever, his car blows up. And I'm like, was that important? Did I feel anything? <laughs> was he a guy? Nope. Was I supposed to feel something there? Nope. It's, it's okay. possible that he was in Fast Five or something like that. One took place in Rio, like so it's possible he was seconds. like a, a callback from there. But I don't remember him. Uh, yeah, and I watched okay. that movie like within the last year. Um, I, so I, I did. My immediate thought was like, "Oh, Dom saves the girl." Okay, I well, I see where you're at, Dom. And yeah. it was like, yeah. "Oh, I knew I knew from right away that you were her sister." Or what I was like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> I don't know how because I. Shit. I <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, I was like, I don't know how because those pictures do not. Because the writers the same. told me. <laughs> you just have a have a kind soul. Yeah, right. I enjoyed those thugs right outside her apartment that went after that guy who who, yes. who has like nine necks. Like that guy is yeah. all upper body gets, and neck. He's a fucking great wood <laughs> yeah. tree stump as a neck. And the ki- the kids from the city of God think they can take that guy down. Yeah. <laughs> right. I would recommend you watch five through seven because that's like really the peak of the franchise. And eight and nine are really good too, but they're a little bit worse than those. And like. It is everything the franchise is supposed to be is within those. Like it's the the effects like are all practical. It looks so great. I mean, there's obviously stuff that is defying the laws of physics, but like it it just looks really good. And the dialogue is at its cheesiest and stupidest and most hilarious yeah. when intentionally and unintentionally. Um, so that's kind of like I feel like that's what the franchise has been trying to get back to since then. And eight and nine were successful enough. I liked them a lot, but but ten was definitely a step down step down i do intend to go back and watch them like darla wanted to i actually honestly at the end of this was like i, I kind of want to watch whatever the next one is like they set up enough shit that i'm like oh, yeah. i want to see where that goes like yep. i had no idea gonna bring all these people back from the dead <laughs> yeah i thought the movie was gonna be compartmentalized so i honestly was surprised that i was like oh there's more shit like okay i kind of thought they were just gonna kill him and then it was gonna end like there would, didn't really need to be resolution beyond that so i was kind of surprised that we left hanging uh darla debated if we need to watch them backwards <laughs> she was like that actually might be entertaining to go backwards and then like slowly get information <laughs> i feel like that's just gonna make you angry and confused um, <laughs> probably continue to confuse me but I, yeah. I will i do intend to watch them i will i will get them in bit by bit and i will i will update uh your yeah. listeners but if I you do, if you want to just get caught one. up on the current stuff, you couldn't literally just start with five At and five. move forward. And like, yeah. you can go back to one through four if you want to. Yeah, Ryan. Yeah, I, I get the impression there was some point where it was a car. Yeah, you watched Reservation. <laughs> I knew that you would complete that and I wouldn't complete anything I said. Uh, <laughs> there was a point where it was car racing and then there was a point where it turned into a different movie. Fran- it's like from Jarhead to Jarhead yeah. 2. Five, like, I knew five there was some is where point it turned where it into an action franchise. Yes. Very true. Well, Ryan, so, I know you got right, I, I do have to. I do have to bounce very quickly. Do you like recommend to. this movie, Ryan? I no. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here, no. folks. Yes, with a question mark. No, it, well, it feels like one of those Marvel. It is like the Marvel movies where it's you know I'm like I really enjoyed Guardians of the Galaxy three and I, I had a lot of heart and is actually probably one of the better ones. But would I tell Dixon to go watch it? No, because I know he's gonna go and be like fucking yeah. Marvel movies. Which yep. to that end, I'm like, you either know you want to watch a Marvel movie or you don't. I'm like, yeah. it's kind of the same thing. Like, and I guess from an entry point, looking at it as like completely like, is this an entry point? No. I don't think if you have absolutely no fast action, you're like, I'm going to get into these. That's probably not the one. Yeah, no. you uh, got to have context yeah. to jump into this one. Especially if you <laughs> watch it and then you enjoyed it and you go back and you're like, well, none of this shit. Like, what? That didn't happen in Fast Five. He wasn't there. Yeah. Like- <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> That's also one of the... Uh, Thank you for joining us, Ryan. Uh, and yes. I will I will add to your statement after you leave. Yeah, Ryan but, yes. has to go <laughs> deal with a, a family thing. Uh, it's all yeah. about family for him. Um, it is a lot about family. <laughs> Ryan, doesn't, quite full with actual Ryan family. doesn't have friends. He's got family. <laughs> He's got family. <laughs> all right, cool. Yeah, you guys, uh, you guys keep it going for me. All right. All we'll right. See you later, buddy. Fuck you. Bye. <laughs> uh, building on Ryan's point about uh, he was talking about the beginning was like 
all this Fast Five stuff that they're like retconning and putting Jason Momoa into those scenes. I think that was one of the like I kind of knew the movie was weak off the start when the first 10 minutes are just some of the coolest scenes from Fast Five. Oh, yeah. You mean the Rocky Four I've already seen these (laughs) in another movie that was great. Like I came here to see the next movie, not one of the ones I already saw. Um, and, but they, those scenes were just made worse by putting in a bunch of uh, just, you know, characters talking about bullshit that I didn't care about. You know, uh, Hernan Reyes and uh, what's Jason Momoa's name? Something Reyes. I don't fucking uh, remember. Who cares? Jason Momoa talking about like the importance of like family criminal dynasties and shit. Like, I don't fucking care. Dante. About, that was his Dante name. Reyes. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so they're like, they were taking all these badass, you know, scenes from fast five of them driving this, these massive safes through the streets of Rio and inserting these conversations between this family that we've never really known much about or cared about through the whole franchise. And so then finally, you know, they get done with that and start the real movie. And I was like, I I feel like this is a bad sign. Yeah. They're leaning so much on a previous movie. I had the deepest fear that this would be like Rocky four where, Every like 15 minutes, there was a montage from another fast movie. Uh huh. Yeah. And they would show that. If only and, there was a birthday robot. Yeah. Right. That somebody was fucking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. What is that? Like Roman's girlfriend? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, they have him talking about how he can't get respect and driving an RC car that he also fucks on the side. Yeah. <laughs> I, <don't know>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I definitely had that same. Also, like, the racing sequence. I remember from the trailers seeing like Jason Momoa being like, you want to race Dom Toretto. And like, I was like, Oh, they're going to get back to the racing roots of the franchise for about like, 10 minutes, have a nice bookend to it. But then even that they like fucking Ryan Johnson, their way out when they like subvert it. And they're like, no, he's just a joker. He put like fucking bombs underneath these cars. Yeah. There's not even like a real street race. I, I expected Dante to play dirty in that race. I didn't expect it to be a moral dilemma. It was like the accelerated Dark Knight version of yes. the boats. Like, uh-huh. who are you going to save kind of shit? I was just like, what the fuck? Why would you undercut this cool racing sequence to put? It was almost like a, I just imagined a lot of fans being like, oh, this will be rad. If they can do the action and the racing in the same movie, bring it back. Sure. Fucking A. And then they were just like, now nah, we'll just do fucking action in the middle of this race. Like three, 30 seconds in. Yeah. Fuck it. Don't even care. <laughs> Yeah, it was just fun. I mean, like there is good stuff in this movie. Like we, we've been, you know, hammering it pretty hard. Like the the line that you keep referencing, John, I thought was hilarious when uh, <laughs> yes. Ramsey, who's, you know, this this coder who created the God's Eye, which is from the sixth movie, I believe, which is a just a network of basically some sort of magic code that can hack into every camera on any device in the entire world and give whoever is wielding it the ability to have mass surveillance and see anything in the world they want, like search somebody's face and find them immediately. Like some terrifying Orwellian shit. And she's, you know, then uh, Dante gets it. And, like it, it was in the hands of, of bad people in the sixth one and they had to save it from them to give it to the CIA. I'm sure they're doing wonderful things with that. Oh yeah. <laughs> and then it gets in the hands of Dante and he's using it to track them down. And Ramsey's like, my tech that I invented, 
is in the hands of the bad people. They're using it for bad things. I meant it for good. Like, you you designed a mass surveillance program for good? What the fuck is wrong with you? What kind of awful politics do you have? Jesus Christ. God, my anti-personnel cannon is in the hands of the enemy? <laughs> They're using it to hurt good people? I invented the nuclear bomb to save lives. <laughs> <laughs> Smith oh, and Wesson was founded on the Hippocratic Oath. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Do no harm to anyone but paper targets. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> uh and, like there's stuff like that that like unclear if like that's the franchise is really famous for having these hilarious lines of dialogue where you're not sure if they're intended to be funny or not. And like, that's kind of what makes the franchise fun is, is the kind of the stupidity of it. And there were some good lines like that throughout, but not at the rapid fire that they normally come in, in the franchise. And, uh, yeah, there were some cool action set pieces, but just really wished that they had used more practical stuff and not relied so heavily on CGI. But like, I had a good time with it in IMAX, like, you know, for two hours and 20 minutes, but like. I don't know that I'll ever watch this one again. You know, like yeah. I have watched all the other ones again. Um, when I had COVID like a year and a half ago, I just, I had COVID brain. I couldn't focus on anything. So I just watched all the Fast and Furious movies in a row because that's the only thing, like that's the level of intellectual entertainment that I could handle at the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think that I'll watch this one again either. What I will watch when all three of these whatever the fuck this conclusion is comes out who knows yeah. if it's an actual conclusion is i'll watch the super cut somebody makes because i know there's going to be like a four-hour fan cut where they do a really good job editing in yeah. like, things as flashbacks and they'll fix the pacing and all this other shit will be fine um but yeah i wouldn't go back and watch this one for the two hours and 20 minutes that it was because i felt like at times it did that for me with fast nine the franchise already started to, it's almost like they took a sharp turn, not even a sharp, sharp turn, but they took a sharp enough turn to tilt the car onto two wheels and they continue to border on parody. Like yeah. they're getting closer and closer to this, almost like a Zucker brothers esque fucking weird comedy. Because like at one point, it we is both, a little too self-aware. We both yeah. laughed whenever Dom was like, I'm afraid uh, he thinks I'm not afraid, but I'm afraid of losing my son and my wife. And we were both like, it fucking already happened. Like, <laughs> both of those things yeah. have already happened to you. <laughs> it's like, if, if you lost them, apparently you just get them back again, except yeah. for your one wife who's had her brain brains, you know, fucking splattered she'll, by she'll a cipher, back. but she'll be back because yeah. turned out it was her twin and, and her as a plant <laughs> by Mr. Nobody who, and they'll explain that away and be like, it's okay. She wasn't even real person. So yeah. be like, what the fuck? Turns out she was a hologram the whole time. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Um, yeah, there, there were so many parts in this movie that I was just like, okay, speed it up. Like we need to get past whatever you think you're trying to do where it felt like they were almost attempting to ground us after nine other insane movies in mm -hmm. some kind of character development that wasn't really happening. Like Roman's whole mission thing and him being like, I really fucked up guys. I'm sorry. And then Ludacris just being like, nah, that's what a leader does. Admits that he fucked up. And then they continue to have Roman be like a leader though. And there's not really a lesson to that other than it's cool. If you fuck up, man, that's <laughs> also like a recurring thing that they keep doing. Like that's the only character trait that roman has is like he wants to be the alpha of the group but clearly dom is and nobody respects him and like they just keep running that through over and over and if they're not drawing as much attention to it it's a funny dynamic but when they just like laser in on it and have him bitch about how nobody respects him and stuff it just gets 
like it's just kind of not funny anymore. Like it's hilarious to see him and Ludacris go back and forth and Ludacris just make fun of him constantly and rip him. And like, that's pretty good, yeah. uh, pretty good dynamic. Like they play well off each other. But when you're just focusing on Tyrese's insecurities and in that he can't, you know, be the head guy, it's just kind of dumb. It's a, it's a played up gag and it just, it just runs, it runs dry real fast. So yeah, like there are those moments and I felt like Jason Momoa could have had so many more cool villain. I don't care about the Joker thing as much. Like if he wants to do that as his persona, fine. But like, I expected this movie to at least have one sequence. Um, I don't know if you did where they do a needle drop and he fucking dances and shoots a bunch of dudes or does some fucking crazy shit. At least that in the middle would of the street. go along with that kind of character. Yeah. yeah and he, he never did. He always just kind of was like, Dom, Dommy boy. And that was like it. That was like his, his bit. Uh-huh. And I was just like, at least do something fucking wild that, as a villain would be i actually didn't really like momoa in the role like he was okay but i didn't really buy the level of unhinged that he was trying to play like i i they needed like a crazier actor i think to kind of pull that off um nick cage uh you know (laughs) somebody like that would have been great uh but i don't i don't know i just didn't really but i mean part of it was like the character just wasn't really well thought out or or well written um and you know i don't know some some of those maybe some of these issues maybe because justin lynn pulled out of it some of them maybe because like i don't you know we were joking about all this drama on twitter between uh, vin diesel and the rock about you know the rock not wanting to do the movie and they were saying they were having to have to like rewrite the script and all this stuff so maybe that played into it but spoiler alert if you have not seen this movie uh the rock shows up in the post-credit sequence and you're like wait a minute was that was that all just like to drum up uh, you know, interest in this movie online. But if so, that was done like two years before it came out. So I don't know what the purpose of that would be. Um, but they pulled him back into the movie at the very end and it seemed to be bringing him into the next one as a major character. So I, I thought it was either that or they were bringing him into a spinoff where Jason Momoa is now going to do a Vin Diesel movie and a rock movie. It could and be. And they'll have an occasional, maybe they'll have, they won't be on the same set because if there is that drama, they won't be yeah. there, but they'll nod at a green screen and they'll fucking just yeah. superimpose that shit in the background like they did with these horrible through the car sequences with the cameras <laughs> where it was like Speed Racer. Those Jesus scenes Christ. were so bad. And like it, in the first movie they did some of that stuff and that was cool at the time like it's 2001 mm-hmm. and it, but they weren't that long right? it's right like oh when you push the nas button they like zoom into the engine with cgi and you see the nas like injecting into the engine and having an effect on the you know the engine sparking and the wheels turning more quickly and that and that can be cool in a very short edit but like yep. there was this scene that was going on for like fucking 15 seconds where you're just moving in and around the car in cgi for no apparent reason like and they do the thing where they go into the engine but then they came out and they just kind of kept moving around in a weird way that was <laughs> like just the intro kinda... sequence to a mario kart <laughs> track or some yeah, shit. It, w- it was almost like vomit inducing like the way they were doing it. Like, what are you even doing uh, you want to talk about like... vomit inducing i felt like the editing too in this movie it was like a paul ws anderson movie i, I had yeah. like fucking <laughs> flashbacks to watching the resident evil franchise and just being like fuck just stop whatever's happening now i need a cut to take longer than 10 seconds like just anywhere here please (laughs) (laughs) yeah um i mean i i hope they're able to pull this together into the next one or two however many of these goddamn things there are um 
And like it, it feels like the type of franchise where a, the movie where they all spoiler where like half the cast dies at the end and there's just being fucked up by the villain like that's just not going to be very satisfying from a story standpoint for this type of franchise where like they always they, win every time. Won't. There's no emotional weight really in this thing. And so it doesn't really work when these characters are going through these hardships. So maybe on the other side, like coming through this and them actually like, you know, being able to defeat the villain will be a more satisfying story arc. But I don't know. I mean, like, and if the rock is back, great. Um, but you're to your point, they might be just setting up separate stories where Momo is just the villain in like the Hobbs and Shaw movies. Yeah. And and the fast movies, which, but that would be weird. I don't know. They do like a prequel in between thing or something. Yeah. I don't know. Um, I just know that like I have, there's like three directions. I feel this franchise can go in. One is the least likely where they just make it like as fucking annoying as possible with how, um, like they, they, they try to do the emotional stakes. None of them work out. The other is, they actually go through with the emotional stakes and it feels fucking wrong and weird. And then the other one is they, they split off into like these multiple franchises and I just don't, I don't see it coming back story wise. So the only hope is like that the stunt work and the other things that they can work in into these, like this trilogy conclusion mm-hmm. could be gratifying enough for you to be like, okay, if you know, all you need to know is like the first, the five minute condensed version of fast X then go watch these other two and it's great. And you know, Momo is the bad guy and you don't have to give a shit about the other stuff. Right. Um, and so just like, it really seems like they put themselves into this weird corner where they thought they were doing something clever or maybe the director just doesn't fucking know what he's doing. I have no idea. It seems like a script problem to me. And so I don't like, and Justin Lin is definitely the, you know, person who has directed the most fast movies and the best fast movies. And so, you know, seeing him pull out with creative differences with Vin Diesel, like it seemed like that was Vin Diesel just seems like kind of a terrible person to work with. Like apparently he showed up 15 pounds overweight on set and was just like showing up late to, um, you know, every time they needed to film and like just kind of <sighs> being a prima donna. Justin was like, I can't I can't fucking deal with this anymore. And he just left. But um, I don't know, like it, it seems more like a script problem than a direction problem to me. They're definitely like it could have been directed better for sure. Yeah. But most of my issues, I think, are script problems. Like, they're introducing way too many new characters. They're not focusing a ton on the existing characters. And they're just, like, there's too many things going on in too many locations. Like, you'll be on Michelle Rodriguez and Charlize Theron, and then you leave them for half an hour, and you come back, like, oh, wait, they're still right there. There's, like, eight minutes of No time has lapsed um, in this world, but you got all this other shit going on. Like, Dom has gone to Rio. But Michelle Rodriguez is still like in that room fighting Charlie Theron. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's just, yeah, it's an editing nightmare. But it's, I feel like it's just because they tried to do way too many things and spread it so thin. And like the best of the franchise, I think, are when they keep the core group together in one location and they're doing crazy shit. And you don't have to spread everybody all over the world and have all this, you know, weird shit going on. Yeah, uh, I can only hope that it gets better. But who knows? 
the the like five year old they've locked in a room that writes this fucking movie. Yeah, just needs to <laughs> needs to take another writing course. I guess I don't know. <laughs> Play with different Hot Wheels cars, <laughs> smash them up some way. Who knows? <laughs> I love the fucking uh, the Onion like today now where they interview the kid who wrote Fast Five. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like seven years old, and he's just like, I love when the cars go boom and <laughs> do these other things. And I'm like, that's Vin Diesel. Yeah, it's just Vin like, Diesel's. <laughs> and that's like we talked about earlier how the, it's getting a, the franchise is getting a little bit too self-aware and i think the reason that they have been so good is actually vin diesel because he's producing all these things and vin diesel does not have a cynical bone in his body yeah like he is a five-year-old child who likes to see cars go vroom and <laughs> he thinks that there is emotional weight in these characters right like you know oh the, the family to coming together like there's meaning in that and he thinks like he legitimately was pushing for Furious 7 to get a Best Picture nomination. Like That's amazing. He, he absolutely believes that this is like high art, great cinema. And that's, I think that's why these work for the most part, because they're so sincere. And you have these lines that are so stupid and you're laughing at them so hard. And you're like, I feel like Vin is pushing for sincerity and all this. And there's probably one producer or one writer who knows how dumb it is and is playing into those tendencies of Vin to make it seem stupider and stupider. And it just feels like that combination worked really well. And then with this, I don't know, just like there just wasn't enough of that kind of dialogue and they just went away from, you know, kind of the things that made the franchise so great. So Hopefully they can get back to what they were doing. Maybe they can get Justin Lin back to direct the next one if he can patch up his his issues with Vin. Um, but yeah, we'll see. Maybe it was a publicity thing. Maybe it was just to show you how bad a fast could be without Justin Lin because Justin yeah. Lin wanted to flex and uh, now they can bring him back. And- he was still a... a- uh, he still got a writing credit and a producing credit. On oh, it. okay. Well, uh, never mind. So, like, he was still involved. He just didn't direct it anymore, anymore at that point. He was but, just like, fuck that. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm curious because we talked about how fast um, pivoted from being uh, about racing to about action, just a straight up action movie. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Is there another like genre? Because we were also talking about the God's Eye and like these MacGuffins. Uh, for some reason, I love to blend all genres into fast. I would love to yeah. see fast do something really weird where Vin Diesel, maybe not Vin Diesel, but like his son becomes like the Indiana Jones of car culture yeah. where he's like, I heard about this thing that you could get. If you do whatever, we got to pull a heist and like get this fucking artifact. That the fucking CIA needs just some shit. <laughs> and it just becomes that. Uh, have you given like any thought to, uh, I don't know, some fucking wild fast shit you would want to see. So like a particular oh, storyline, you would be like, this would be hilarious if it was in the fast world. I mean, everybody has always said like, we want to see these people go to space and then they did it in fast nine, but it, it almost felt like cheating. Like they barely got into space. They were in like Jeff Bezos level space and like the, yeah. the lower orbit, you know, like, like a geo or something past, <laughs> past where commercial jets fly, but not really like, you know, in outer space. Um, would love to see them have to like, you know, oh, like God, there are terrorists on the moon. We have to go <laughs> solve this problem. You know, the CIA is sending them out there to fight an alien invasion or, or something would be fucking hilarious. And they have space cars like that. That'd be fucking great. Dude, that scene from Ad Astra. Oh, yeah. That pirate fast. chase on the moon is so yeah. good in Ad Astra. Hell yeah. yeah. That could be fucking dope. <laughs> yeah. That'd be pretty great. Oh, uh, dude. Oh, that would uh, be. And then it's just like, I, I, <laughs> 
really, really want to see Nicolas Cage in these movies. Like he's tailor made for this kind of shit. And I just feel like it would be so good to bring him in as a villain or something in you these movies. I, I heard they're doing that. Um, aren't they doing a sequel to Lord of War? Oh, I don't know. I'm pretty sure they're doing one. Interesting. Sometime soon. And I'm just like, you know, it'd be great to have Nicolas Cage be a warlord who shows up in the fast franchise. Yeah. <laughs> Some fucking crazy shit. Um, uh, that would be fantastic. Nick Cage is made for this. Yeah. Um, uh, would be incredible. Dude, but he did Gone in 60 Seconds. Like, yeah, come on. <laughs> he's, he's done that. He did all his own driving stunts in Gone in 60 Seconds, as Holy we shit. learned in The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. I, I think that we've talked out Fast X. Yeah. There's not a lot. There's not a lot here, unfortunately. But, um, I mean, like, if you like, if you like the Fast and the Furious movies, you should go see it. Because, like, I, I'm hoping that I feel like this is just kind of the worst result we could possibly have. And I assume it has to get better. Look, you got to have your values. We're, we're going from to these. appreciate your peaks. Right. And again, so. I did like it. So, you know, but I, but I'm also a person who just really likes this franchise. Um, and I really like schlock. So I enjoyed it too. There you go. Yeah. It's a crossover. <laughs> yeah. It's the fast X. It's the crossroads <laughs> of, of appreciation. Um, but as as far as like other genres for for them to take on, I have not really thought oh, it's awful. much about that. Oh yeah, you're going back to that Corona. Yeah, sorry. Ugh. I don't know why I let it sit and get warm. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it can't get worse. <laughs> uh, corona is, in my opinion, the worst beer I have ever tasted. It's it's really bad, uh, but it tastes like family. <laughs> it tastes like, and everybody knows family tastes like piss. Yeah. <laughs> it's the Corona slogan. I can't really think of any other uh, like genres that fast could pull off. You know, I'm, I'm thinking like it would be funny and stupid to see them do like a noir detective story or like uh, a rom-com or something would be like kind yeah. of funny and dumb. But I don't know that it would really work. You know what? I would love to actually see um, legitimately. This would be, I think, really cool for the fast franchise. And it's not one of my gag things. But like if they did an anthology series where they brought directors in to do different fast interpretations with like, oh, yeah. speed and racing or like some kind of, you know, summer heists and some of the actual race. And they try to capture that thrill, kind of like the Animatrix did or something that could be pretty fucking rad. Um, and they wouldn't have to have Vin Diesel in as many of those. They would just yeah. have him in the background somewhere. And then they could focus on other cool car stunts and they wouldn't have to string it all together with some dumb plot about family and whatever. Um, they could still do family, obviously, is the through line. Vin Diesel produces it, so he'd make yeah. the decision. But <laughs> I think that'd be cool. And that'd get to uh, be an opportunity to explore other directors' visions for it. Um, namely because this movie made me think about Michael Bay, Michael Bay's fast and the furious would be a totally different film. Be way more patriotic. It would be, I don't know that I would like that movie. There would be military people driving cars fast and it would look cool because America. Um, Uh, (laughs) but yeah, there there would be lots of big boobed women. Yes, there would <laughs> of, of questionable age. Megan Fox would drop the race flag. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. yeah, you know, um, but, uh, but there's <laughs> it's that Simpsons episode where Snake is doing a um, street racing and he has his, <laughs> he's like doing the, um, you know, out at the starting line. And he's like, when I pull down my girlfriend's tube top, everybody go. <laughs> She's like, <laughs> he's like, I'm just trying to bring you into my world. <laughs> That would be the Michael Bay version. Oh my God. I only remember the other thing where, uh, did Homer buy his car at one point? Somebody bought Snake's car and they're fucking like, 
put unleaded in it and he's like dude she needs premium yeah. <laughs> he, like drives off <laughs> fucking love snake uh-huh. oh man yeah but uh, the anthology thing would be kind of cool and beyond that i i really don't know i feel like fast has the potential i know that it wouldn't match with any genre like a rom-com or the indiana jones thing or something but yeah you could still do it, I feel like, and it would be kind of fun. I never saw Hobbs and Shaw. I assume it's not anything like a Fast and the Furious. It's movie. not great. I mean, Hobbs and Shaw is around the quality of, of Fast 10. It's, okay. it's, not, it's not great. I, was, I had high hopes for it because the first half of the movie is just insult humor between The Rock and Jason Statham. It's a buddy cop like, thing. That sounds great. Like, let's do that. And it was just, it was so badly written. The jokes were not anywhere close to funny. And I was just like, oh man. And it, in the second half of the movie, they amp up the action and it gets batshit insane and it, it works. And yeah. at, at the end of the day, I liked it, but it's, it's kind of along the lines of, of Fast 10. So, gotcha. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But I would love to see other parodies genres anything that has like fast injected into it it was just like uh like ryan's suggestion of oh, they go back in time or something i'm like oh yeah back to the future and fast that could work vin ends up in a totally different racing culture in the past where it's a bunch of like t model t's and shit and he yeah. torques out something i don't fucking know it doesn't matter to me but um yeah like don't touch the main temple the dynasty of current fast movies just start making spinoffs and make them weird you know what they should do right. is that? have like car pro wrestling oh hell yeah and have like get like you know dom and like <laughs> statham in a monster truck ring with like whatever you know fast car they choose and they can't leave the car and they're just trying to destroy the other car and get them to give up or, or kill I thought them you were gonna say they should <laughs> it pits a man versus a car <laughs> it just goes interdimensional cable. versus a regular old car <laughs> oh he's got he's got the upper hand oh, it looks like the car wins <laughs> wouldn't that always be the case oh <laughs> uh, yeah um yeah, I'd love to hear from everybody out there. What's your uh, dream fast fan fiction? What's your fucking genre that fast could branch into? Because at this point, you know, it, it's starting to get a little stale if they don't do the real stunts anymore. So why not just yeah. branch genres? Fucking see what happens. It's just so dis Like, I loved the fast movies because they're like the anti-Marvel. And now this one is just very similar to Marvel. It's, it's like, too close. Is, it's yeah. getting too close uh-huh. uh, for comfort. Yeah. they um. Uh, just woo. Uh, well, you want to bring us home? Yeah. Uh, so, John, would you recommend this movie? You know, I think I would. Honestly, I've recommended worse. You definitely um, have. <laughs> and, and at this point, it was something that it gave me a good few laughs, had some really solid fight choreography to it. There were some pretty nice practical stunts in the middle of it. That fucking sick motorcycle thing where mm-hmm. the, the beam comes down and they like just do a one wheelie hop over it and turn around and keep going. I was like, yes. holy shit, they did that shit. Yeah, for Michelle real. Rodriguez on the yeah. Yeah. That and, was and, really cool. And, the, the scene with the helicopters was pretty badass too. Yeah. And I, I liked those moments. The CGI stuff I didn't give too much of a shit about. The John Cena stuff I loved. Uh I was all about those parts of it and is big dumb fun uh to ryan's point if you're gonna watch a fast movie you know we're getting into i wouldn't recommend this as the first fast movie you watch obviously um but i'd still recommend it it was fun schlock like yeah yeah i would as well um you know i am disappointed in this one but i did still enjoy it and i hope i hope they move in a different direction with the next ones you know kind of back to what they 
have been known for, but um, I do think it was a good movie and it's worth seeing. So nice. Cool. Uh, well, I think that wraps us up. Uh, any, any parting, parting comments, John? Um, I'm, I'm trying to think of something about family. There's some moral for this movie about family <laughs> and I just can't, it's on the tip of my tongue. I feel like they didn't really talk about family that much in this movie. Uh, you know, just, uh, just a gaping hole in the middle of the middle of this movie. Yeah, I don't know where the heart was. <laughs> <laughs> they, I think they only said the word maybe once every twenty seconds or so. Yeah, it's yeah. Really, they really got to get that. It wasn't up. enough for me to remember that it was about family. Mm, yeah. <laughs> uh, what about you, Dixon? You got any parting words for that? Uh, fuck Corona, man. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Oh. I'll cheers to that. Oh God. There we go. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for putting up with our bullshit. Hey there, movie buffs, TV toughs, and all listeners in between. John here from the Afterthoughts Podcast. I just wanted to drop in at the end of this episode and say thanks for listening. If you've got afterthoughts of your own to share, hit us up. You can find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at The Afterpod, or jump into a conversation on our Discord server. You can find info for this and more at theafterpod.transistor.fm. Thanks again for listening, and we'll catch you on the next episode.